Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. Hello, hello. It's almost the end of the year. I have a few announcements, and then we're going to get into the difference between cocky and confident. So first, I want to tell you that last week was such a blur, and we're just kind of getting back and getting settled. My son, who is seven months old, was diagnosed with RSV and then was having some labored breathing, respiratory distress, so was in the hospital for almost all of last week. So that was a terrifying experience, especially as a physician, <laughs> because it, you can definitely relate to this, I'm sure, but it's very hard to be on the patient's side or the caregiver's side. We were taken care of the whole time by everybody, and it was uh, it was nice to have that trust in our healthcare staff, but scary nonetheless. And it was adorable when we got home. Her, his big sisters were all excited and, and happy to see him. And he is almost back to normal now. So that's the first personal update. Professionally, with regard to the Rebel Physician community, I will want you to know that this Wednesday, if you're listening to this when the podcast episode comes out, which is December 11th, this Wednesday, the 13th, I'm going to be having a webinar and it's going to be two topics. <laughs> I want to combine both of them. So please come. I'm going to be doing some talking, but also some collaboration and guidance. And hopefully we'll have some members come and provide their own stories. But we're going to be talking about two things. The first thing we're going to be talking about is how to navigate shortages as a practicing physician. And this is a podcast episode that came out last where those of us who are in clinical practice still are, are likely facing some real challenges when it comes to support staff or colleagues just because there are so many shortages. And we're going to talk about how to protect ourselves in the environment as it is today. The second thing we're going to talk about is what to do when you have people who think you are a B-I-T-C-H or N-A-S-S whole. <laughs> I don't know if I should be swearing on this podcast, but basically we all worry about people thinking negatively of us, whether it's our nursing staff, our peers, the staff in the OR, some of us find ourselves really, really distracted by this issue of what are people thinking about us? Do we think, do, what if people think I'm being nasty to them? What if people think I'm a witch with a capital B, right? What do we do about that? And how do we release ourselves from our attachment to other people's opinions and how do we comfortably let other people be wrong about us? So that's that's what we're going to talk about on Wednesday. So if you're in the Rebel Physician community, you will automatically get a link for that um, webinar. It's not going to be recorded, and that's because many people within the community have requested that I don't record things because they feel more comfortable talking openly and freely without it being recorded. So I have honored that request and. Because this has the potential to become a sensitive topic, we are not going to record it. So if you're interested in the in the um, discussion or you have something of value to add, please come live. It's at 8.30 Eastern time on Wednesday, December 13th. 
at night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can go to www.rebelphysician.com and you can join the community for free, get all the freebies, and then you get will automatically get the link to that call on Wednesday. Okay, so cocky versus confident. This is a topic I'm actually surprised that I haven't talked about yet because in basically every single talk that I give to a group of physicians about confidence, arrogance automatically becomes a question. People are people will tell me that their self-doubt is protecting them from being too confident or becoming arrogant, or they are worried because either they've been given some feedback or there's a concern that they will get feedback that if they are if they act confident, people will think they're arrogant. And there is this fear about being seen as overly confident or too arrogant. And I relate to this a lot. This is actually was one of the reasons that I stayed in my self-deprecation phase for as long as I did, because I really was convinced that if I if I didn't have doubt that I would become an arrogant jerk, basically. And what I realized when I was able to kind of face this fear and experiment with confidence and just see how it went was that arrogance and confidence are actually two very separate things. And this is what I want to delineate for you today. So you know that I like to start with definitions. So let's go to the definition of cocky. I use cocky because it's nice alliteration, but the definition of cocky is really just arrogant. (laughs) So the definition of arrogant is having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own importance or abilities, okay? That's arrogant. Confident, interestingly, the the definition of confident really just means feeling self-assured, and the definition of self-assured is feeling confident, so that's totally useless, right? So we'll be more specific and say self-confident, which is really what we're talking about today. And the definition of self-confident is trusting in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment. So when we compare those two definitions, it becomes really clear that they're not even close to the same thing. I like to think of self-doubt and self-confidence on a continuum. You have the you know self-doubt on the far left and self-confidence on the far right. Most of us, myself included, are somewhere in the middle. I might be a little bit more towards the right in certain aspects, towards the self-confidence side, and a little bit towards the left in self-doubt side. For example, I'm pretty confident when it comes to my abilities to problem solve or to be a leader, pretty, pretty confident, or to be a speaker, confident in those abilities. When it comes to um, set my sense of fashion or my um, view of my body, I am more towards the left side, the self-doubt side. Those are the things that I'm working on right now. So there's always a spectrum for everything, right? And that's normal. So arrogance is not even on the spectrum at all. And the reason is because this is the key reason. This is, I want you to pay attention here. Self-confidence has everything to do with how you view yourself. 
I trust in my abilities. I trust in my qualities and judgment. All of those things are imperfect by nature, meaning I don't have to be perfect or amazing or even excellent at anything to trust in the abilities as they are today. Okay? Very personal. I think I am amazing at XYZ, and that has nothing to do with anybody else. Okay? This is in comparison to arrogance, which, again, the definition of arrogance is an exaggerated exaggerated sense of one's own importance. Okay? Now, this is subtle, but within the definition, it you can tell that it has to do with comparing yourself to someone else, okay? So if you have an exaggerated sense of one's own importance, that means that you believe that you are more important or better, have better abilities than other people. You are automatically, and you can see this with arrogant people, right? They think that they're better than you at whatever, or they think that they are just so, they're so arrogant with, they don't even have time to consider anybody else because they are in their own mind thinking that they're better than people. Okay. So that's, that's totally off the self-doubt, self-confidence spectrum. Okay. That is like, um, on the spectrum of so you know self-importance or what's the word i'm looking for like narcissistic right i i consider arrogance to be like the left side of the narcissism spectrum <laughs> right so you have like the left side is arrogant and then if you're going all the way to their side is narcissism but it's so it's totally different separate you can't connect the two there's no way to go from the confidence spectrum to the narcissistic spectrum just if you're like a normal human being okay so for the physicians if let me just tell you here's the general rule of thumb i can tell you if you are worried about being overly confident or too arrogant then you won't be (laughs) it's impossible if it's in your mind to be even concerned about ever possibly becoming that way you're not you don't have to worry about that okay and It's important for me to point out to you that is it possible that if you show up in a room or a space or whatever and you are acting confident, is it possible that someone else could perceive you as arrogant or quote-unquote too confident? 100% yes. And their opinion is irrelevant, okay? Their opinion is irrelevant. If If you are triggering them in some sort of way, and they think, they think that you think that you're better than them, and you truthfully don't believe that, that is their own insecurity showing up. Okay, so we're getting a little bit meta here with metacognitive situation, but only you know, really, if, if your confidence is arrogance. And here's the, here's how I like to think about it. Confidence is I think I'm amazing as I am, and I also think you're amazing as you are, and I want you to believe you're amazing too. I'm not in competition with you. I'm amazing. You're amazing. Everybody's amazing. That's confidence, okay? Arrogance is I'm amazing, 
you could never be as amazing as me, so don't even bother trying. That's that's the that's kind of the inner dialogue I like to think about. Okay, so many 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 of us are convinced that I got to keep a little bit of the self doubt. I got to keep a little bit of the self deprecation around, so that I don't I don't go crazy and get overly confident. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. You don't have to you don't have to stay in the self doubt in order to be careful. Okay, let's take a healthcare example. Let's take a job example. I was really, really nervous, specifically when it came to surgery. I never wanted to be overly confident when it came to my surgical skills because I thought that that would mean that I would be more likely to make mistakes. I thought that if I got too confident in the OR, that I would be less careful. I thought that my self-doubt was the rumination and that, oh, this could go wrong and this could go wrong was was making me a good surgeon. When in reality, it was making me a slow surgeon. It was making me a surgeon who was miserable because I was always worried about everything that could possibly go wrong. And being confident in the OR didn't make me any less careful. It made me more present. I didn't have as much chatter in my brain. So in my opinion, I've personally, my personal experience was that Walking into the OR with confidence was a, of a of, was beneficial for me and my patients because I confidence for me means I know my abilities, I know what I'm capable of at this moment, I'm I'm confident in that, and I also know my limitations. I know when I need to call for help, and I don't get intimidated by the fact that sometimes I need help. Sometimes I don't do everything correctly. Sometimes I make mistakes. That's confidence. Confidence is an, I'm, I'm, confidence is not thinking you're perfect. Confidence is I am who I am with these qualities, with these negative attributes. These are my flaws. This is what I'm working on. And I love myself anyway. I trust I trust in my abilities. I trust in my qualities. And I'm getting better every day. Okay. The feel of that energetically is very different than walking into the operating room or a clinic and being like, I'm the miss. I am the best surgeon that ever walked this planet. You're welcome for being here. I can do no wrong. Okay. That's dangerous. We don't want arrogant surgeons. We don't want arrogant doctors. That's dangerous. You cannot, as a normal person, go from confident to arrogant. You just can't. That's my belief. I believe that to be true. And that's been my experience because and I think that with the years I've been I've increased my confidence over the last, you know, four years or so. And I don't think that's turned into arrogance one time. Not one time. Is it possible that people look at me and think that I'm overly confident? Sure. But I don't believe that to be true about myself because I'm very well aware of my flaws. <laughs> oh, very well aware. And I'm also open to people telling them to me as well. <laughs> Sometimes my ego might get a little bit more offended than others, but in general, I'll take the whatever criticism. And sometimes it means that 
I need to work on something. And sometimes people's opinions of me have everything to do with them and nothing to do with me. And they get to keep their opinion of me. And that's okay. All right. And this is kind of in the in the realm of what we're going to be talking about on Wednesday. So you don't have to stay in self-deprecation, self-doubt space in order to avoid being arrogant. It's not possible. Okay. You can be confident even if you don't have all of the skills and experience that you want to have yet. This is another thing. People think that experience comes before confidence. And I actually don't think that's true. It doesn't have to be true. It's obvious the more that you do something, the better at it you get, and then therefore you'll be confident, but it's not required. For example, a fourth-year resident can be confident doing a hysterectomy, even if they've only done 15. It is possible, okay? And here's what that looks like. A fourth-year resident can be confident with knowing that there are, they know certain things about it. They know how to start. They know how to get into the anterior cul-de-sac. They know that they need to worry about getting into the bladder. They can be confident in the skills they have acquired so far. And they can also feel confident when, knowing when they need to ask for help, knowing when they get into a part of the surgery where they are not as comfortable and they need to be careful. They need to slow down. They need to make sure that there's an attending there with them to walk them through it. That's that, that's confidence. They don't have to have, they don't have all the experience in the world. They haven't done thousands of vaginal hysterectomies, but they still can be confident with where they are now. So experience and confidence, you don't need one before the, you don't need to have experience before confidence. That happens naturally, but you can really choose to be confident first. And actually, I think that's the better choice because you don't have to wait. You don't have to wait till you do 20,000 C-sections before you're confident in them or whatever it is. You can just be confident in your abilities as they are today. And with experience, the amount of confidence you have with regard to each step of the of the procedure is greater. So that's just another nuance I want to mention here that I hear all of the time from physicians. Okay, you cannot become arrogant from a lack of self doubt unless you're a narcissist, and you can ha you can have confidence before experience if you are self aware. Pure self-aware. Okay. That's what I have for you this week. I hope you are having a wonderful holiday season. I hope to see you on Wednesday. I would love to meet you virtually and get to know you and hear your story or your wisdom. And if you're not interested in this Wednesday's workshop, but you do want all my free master classes and the course I have about confidence and everything else, then join Rebel Physician community for that reason, www.rebelphysician.com and have a great week. This show was produced by Pretty Easy Podcasts and made possible by listeners like you. If you ever thought of doing your own podcast, please visit prettyeasypodcast.com.